It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. Uh, greetings and salutations, brothers and sisters. Welcome to the best show on your radio. It's the Electric Circus, known as Freddie and Harry. Thank you very much. Got my man, Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman, together presented by Progressive Insurance on the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and always tell that snot speaker to play ESPN Radio. Before we get started with the showgram, that is the program, we got to give some birthday wishes out there just like this. Happy birthday to I'm not going to mention her age on the air. I'll just say she's barely older than me, which means damn I'm old. <laughs> Man, Freddie, my mother, everyone who knows me very closely, I'm a mama's boy yes. through and through. Mm-hmm. And my mom is literally a walking angel. I've nice. never seen my mother sin, never okay. heard her raise her voice. Good. You talk about someone who exemplifies positivity on every level. Right. If I want to be angry and mad about something, right. she doesn't allow me. That's she fantastic. sends me scriptures every week. Um, I remember when I was playing football, if she was late on one of the scriptures, I always texted, Mom, uh, you didn't send me the scripture yet. She'd be like, oh, I'm sorry, it's coming. But I, wow. I just love her positivity, man. She, she is tremendous. a walking angel. Uh, she means the world to me, and she's actually listening to the show. She listens every single day. Uh-huh. So she's been a supporting mom right. for me, my brother, and my sister since we were kids. She helped my, helps my wife with, with my kids when I'm not uh, here at the house. Mm-hmm. So shout out to Mama Douglas. I love you, Ma. Can't Amen. wait to see you. She's coming over today to nice. actually pick up my nephew okay. from practice, nice. bring him to the house, uh-huh. and then her and my father are going to go out to eat. And then this weekend, when I get back home, right. I'm going to take her somewhere special. Well, the most important thing is I heard about the menu last night what was on the menu last night oh we had that um that chicken and rice yeah uh-huh. some lima beans then come on now and some cornbread mm, come on see now. I'm, I'm from the i'm from the dirty south uh-huh. and somebody tweeted me last night boy yeah. you know you country when you go talking about chicken and what, rice what's wrong lima beans and cornbread I, I, my, my, I have country parents my dad is from yeah. alabama my mother's from georgia come on now we, we know how we get down and burn in the kitchen or we eat sure in the kitchen do. <laughs> so, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I want to know about the ice cream. How'd the ice cream go down? Yeah, there we go. Yeah, good so, question, Devin I, King. I, I, I made a business decision. Okay, because you're not I an ice cream. Those don't know you're not an ice cream eater. I'm, I'm lactose intolerant, right. so milk, cheese, I, all that stuff. I, mm-hmm. It doesn't sit well with my stomach. Y- right. Y'all read between the lines. So I made a business decision <laughs> last night to not eat it. Okay. And I can't eat it tonight okay. because right. I got to fly tomorrow. Yeah, and, and, and we can't, you know, we can't have none of the episodes that these other people are having on airplanes. Yeah, we don't want any incidents on an airplane involving yeah. you and your stomach. No, we don't want no chocolate syrup in the aisles of the plane. Uh, that'll be fine. Chocolate syrup. <laughs> that'll, be, that'll be fine, Mr. Douglas. That'll be fine. You can always enter the chat anytime you want to be a part of Freddie and Harry Nation. Do that thing on the Dr. Pepper call online line at 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. ESPN Nation is presented by Dr. Pepper. It's not college football season or Harry Dawson chocolate syrup without a delicious taste. Now it's called Dr. Pepper. It is the one fans deserve. Real quick, enter the chat with this answer to this question. 
You, you saw how Harry gloriously talked about Mama Delka celebrating her birthday today. We know that always is going to be a wonderful memory. No matter where he is, he always brings his mother with him. What's something you'll be remembered for by people who know you best? Keep it clean. It's a family program. Triple H say ESPN 888-729-3776. Whether it's your boys, your girls, your family, your coworkers, whatever. What's something you'll be remembered for by people who know you best? 888-729-3776. I don't dare ask Harry that question. <laughs> because I'm afraid of what the answers, not answer, but the answers might be. Doggone right about that, Freddie. Mm-hmm. So let's just move on from that. So <laughs> while you do that thing about remembering things, we always get to the main thing, the main thing. 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 The main thing, the main thing with Freddie and Harry. All right, Buffalo Bills, what now? You fired your offensive coordinator, Ken Dorsey. Remember when he slammed down his headset? We're probably going to remember him for that when it comes to that incident where his play didn't go right, he slams down his headset. That's why we want to know from you what's something you'll be remembered for by people who know you best at 888-729-3776. Joe Brady is the interim offense coordinator, but Harry Douglas still begs the question, what now for the Buffalo Bills, seemingly out of the playoffs in 2023, future after the season, in doubt after losing that game last night when you had a chance to win and the field goal is missed? But you had 12 men in the field. Oh, The Lord. Broncos get another chance, and they knocked it through, and everybody in Bill's land went boo-hoo-hoo. Sorry, Christine Lisi. We still love you. We still love you. Our condolences to Christine Lisi. No, Christine is always bubbly, always bright. There was a sadness to my, my girl Christine today. There was a sadness there, no doubt about that. But and, still, and, what now? I would say this. Now they're in survival mode. Literally, survival of the fittest because you look at their schedule. They have the New York Jets, and we know what that defense was able to do against them in game one on the year on Monday Night Football, September 11th, the game that Aaron Rodgers got hurt. And then they got to go to Philly, got to go to Kansas City. You have the Dallas Cowboys, Dak Prescott playing out of his mind, throwing the football all over the place. They finally got Brandon Cooks involved. Mm -hmm. You got the Chargers who are going to be scrapping and clawing for a playoff spot. And then you have New England, Bill Belichick trying to, you know, resurrect (laughs) resurrect things in New England. And you finish the season with Miami so Uh it's literally uh, the Buffalo Bills uh, as a as a as a as a uh, as a group they're going to be in survival mode and I think it's warranted when you look at them last night against the Denver Broncos and I said it yesterday Freddie when we did questions and answers when it came to Denver Mm -hmm. the last two games they have been really good defensively and have been able to turn their opponent over in a massive way things were not different last night whether it was Josh Allen making a bad decision before a halftime, James Cook fumbling on the first possession of the game. What did you think of that, uh, by the way, when they benched him? I thought it was Bush League. I thought it was soft by the coaching staff, and I'm not scared to say it. You're talking about a guy who is your starting running back, and he made a mistake on the very first play, and you benched him for multiple time, multiple, for a lot of time in that ball game. It didn't bring him back, and then when he came back, he was the spark plug. Absolutely. You, you don't do that. This is the National Football League, and, I, and I, I, I've seen numerous of opportunities that, that, that came about in Kansas City when a player messed up and Andy Reid went right back to that player mm-hmm. and showered him with love and let him know, hey, we still believe in you. Right, I, I, the way it was handled last night, I'm not a fan of it. And also, I would say this: we can't just look at the 12 men on the field and the operation from the coach. Right. You do remember the Denver Broncos kneeled twice. Mm-hmm. Did the Buffalo Bills not call timeout twice? Absolutely. So why in the hell isn't your field goal block? I agree. 
on the field at the proper time in any one of those cases. Now, this you. is the same coaching staff, the same head coach, that against Kansas City in a playoff game, when there's 12 seconds, you don't handle that situation in the mm-hmm. correct manner. Sure. But today, you want to fire the damn offensive coordinator. Okay, somebody got to take the blame, mm-hmm. but we need to start looking at the head coach first. Not Ken Dorsey, because even though Ken Dorsey's the offensive coordinator, right. and it's, it's his job to get Stephon Diggs the football. Absolutely. It's his job to call the running plays for Josh. Allen so he's not sporadic at the end of the day the head coach that's his responsibility to say hey man get Stephon Diggs the football I'm demanding you to run the ball how many times have we had Herm Edwards on this mm-hmm. show and he said I'm not asking when he went to a to a coach and told him something this is not a suggestion that's Th- what this he is says. not a suggestion that's what he says it completely and if, you, if you're going to suggest at this point you're the Buffalo Bills then you're really in more trouble yep than just firing Ken Dorsey's offensive coordinator. Josh Allen, he knows how bad things were last night, including and excluding him. It sucks. Shouldn't have been in that position in the first place. Um, it's a lot of bad football. A lot of bad football. A lot of bad football. He didn't point fingers. He said, this is all on us. This is all on me. And somebody had to pay the price for that. And on Tuesday morning, it was Ken Dorsey with his job being offensive coordinator. And to your point, if you're Sean McDermott, who seems to be a very fiery, headstrong coach, if your quarterback is making the same mistakes over and over again on a football field, or you're making the same coaching mistakes when it comes to not having the right kind of personnel, not the first time we've seen this from Buffalo, where they've had 12 men in the field in the key situation. We saw it early this year when they had that loss against the New York Jets opening night. So if you're going to put blame on somebody, I know it's a lot easier to say, hey, Ken Dorsey, and you'll give him the sword. You can't do that to Josh Allen. You can't do it to Stephon Diggs. And you're not going to do it to the head coach. Once again, I tell people this all the time, and people hate when I hear I say it, but it's true. Trying to be a champion when you came so close or you believed you were close and then you don't get there again and you take a step back, those things don't go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Once you take a step forward, you stay there. Once you take a step back, you keep going back. And to me, that's the answer now to what now the Buffalo Bills. They keep taking a step back. They got to the AFC game, had that great playoff game against the Kansas City Chiefs. They put a new rule in place to make sure everybody can get an equal chance in overtime, and you couldn't even get out of the second round against the Buffalo Bills playing the Cincinnati Bengals on your home field. And now you may not even make the playoffs this year. So what's going to be next? Are you going to fire everybody else if you're Sean McDermott? Because the problem with the Buffalo Bills is that they did not handle being the hunted well. And now we're really starting to see those chickens come home to roost once again. Yeah, and when it comes to head coach Sean McDermott, I would also say who was the defensive play caller when you played the New England Patriots? And you mm-hmm. had, a, get, had to get a defensive stop. And you weren't able to get one. Now, I understand part of that is players, too. But you are the defensive mastermind over everything right now. Remember, Leslie Frazier is not there with the football team. Absolutely. And then you watch last night and how, you know, Russell Wilson did his job. Russell Wilson showed flashes of the old Russell Wilson last night. Even though the numbers aren't outstanding and crazy in in a lot of people's opinion, Mm -hmm. they rushed the football very effectively last night. Sean McDermott, you're over the defense. But you're also the head coach, so you oversee everything. Mm-hmm. So if things aren't working, you're the head. You're supposed to make sure they work. They work. And I had a coach tell me this when it comes to certain things that you know continue to continue to go on. Either I'm coaching that, coaching it that way, or I'm allowing it to happen. Okay. Sean McDermott, you're allowing a lot of things that's happening to your football team to happen. 
Harry Douglas, Freddie Coleman together on Freddie and Harry and ESPN Radio. We're going to get into Stefan Diggs and the brother Stefan Diggs and Uh-oh. the calculation involving the brother of Stefan Diggs after last night's loss to the Denver Broncos. But Coach Dock at 888-729-3776. He wants to weigh in on the what now when it comes to the Buffalo Bills. Now 5-5 five and five and more than likely out of the playoff race in the AFC in 2023. Coach Doc, what you got, my friend? Hey guys, I, man, love you know y'all. You not y'all know I love your show. Much, much and respect. I'm sitting here. I'm sitting here in my office, waiting to go out here with these kids, and I and and I'm just, I'm sitting here listening. To you guys, man. Ken Dorsey just got scapegoated for everything that was that's been going wrong with the Buffalo Bills and whatnot. Again, you're the head coach, and Harry, I couldn't have said it more better or more plain than you just did. If you're the head coach, you're either teaching it or you're letting it happen. Letting it happen. I tell my kids all the time: if coach tell you to do something, and as long as you do it, if it's if it's wrong, I'm not going to fuss at you. I'm going to fuss at that assistant. And so, my thing is, man, these guys, uh, you know, you, you you go down with the ship. You go down fighting. Everybody's going to go down fighting because at the end of the day, I'm the one that's responsible. That's kind of how I've always looked at it. Number two. You know, the players, with all of the things that are going on, they did a whole lot of – everything was going wrong. He's been – I'm talking about Stephon – I mean, Stephon Diggs right now. Uh-huh. Stephon Diggs was targeted. He, I mean, was not targeted on purpose. He was not targeted on purpose. Go back and look at the tape. He was not – they were not throwing his way on purpose. So I'll hang up, guys, and listen to you. And I'm sorry, but man, man, I'm so upset right now. It's, it's a man. Have a good show, guys. Appreciate it, Coach Doc. Coach Doc, hang in there. <laughs> we got you, Coach. That's the epitome of a fan who's like, I can't believe that I saw this from a team that it wasn't that long ago. We were talking about that. If they play like this the rest of the season, good luck to anybody in the AFC. When they put it on the Miami Dolphins, I mean, they put it on them in that game. I said, man, the Bills play like that the rest of the season. Good luck to anybody else in AFC. That's why our, our FOS for an interview with Coach Doc sounds like that because it wasn't that long ago that this was the exact opposite of what we seen from the Buffalo Bills, especially last night losing to the Denver Broncos like that. Because, Freddie, it's not rocket science, right? A lot of coaches make coaching harder than what it actually is. It's not that hard. Antonio Pierce had this to say when it came to getting your best players the football. It's not rocket science. So, Freddie, this is exactly what he said right here. It's coming, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we're going to get to it in a second. And we're going to have opportunities there for Devontae. And obviously, you saw the first couple of plays is right to him. Get the ball in his hands. Get him going. Listen, when you got one of the best receivers in the game, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not stupid. I know who to get the ball to. There you go. He's not stupid. He knows who to get the football to. So coaching is not hard. Coaching at sometimes could be so elementary, and but a lot of people make it harder than what it actually is. When it mm-hmm. comes to Stephon Diggs, and I'm a big fan of diversifying the football ball distribution, making sure other guys touch the ball. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm also a fan of mm-hmm. making sure your best offensive player outside mm-hmm. of your quarterback, mm-hmm. making sure he's featured. Right. I couldn't even imagine, Freddie. I could never imagine going into a football game and uh, and the teams I play on the Atlanta Falcons not featuring Roddy White not featuring Tony Gonzalez not featuring Julio Jones and damn it we had three of them (laughs) I could never imagine they have one yeah they have one the main one who by the way nothing against Josh Allen 
But the reason we started to see this Josh Allen being compared to elite quarterbacks is the minute that they got Stephon Diggs from the Minnesota Vikings. Nothing against Josh Allen, like I said, his ability. I'm a fan of Josh Allen. But his game got elevated because they got a guy who was a boss wide receiver. And that's why I knew it was very calculated. When Trayvon Diggs, his brother who plays for the Dallas Cowboys, out for this season of torn ACL, Uh-oh. he tweeted after the loss last time, I'm going to read a word for word from Trayvon Diggs. Man, 14, got to get up out of there. Then when he woke up this morning, he decided to double down. He put, let's not forget, he didn't start going off till bro got there. Oh. Trayvon, right, Trayvon didn't just all of a sudden put that out there the night before and the next day if there weren't any kind of conversation or any kind of brotherly love saying, you know what, man, these guys are ruining my championship window because they are not getting me the football and I'm not getting as many touches, mainly because for whatever reason that is. That was very calculated by Trayvon Diggs putting that out there. Now, Freddie, I am close to a situation like this because not many people are fortunate to have a brother that played a professional sport, right? I played in the NFL for 10 years. My brother played in the NBA for eight years. We're best friends, and we talk about everything to this day. Mm -hmm. And he's over in Portugal right now. Mm -hmm. So how he's feeling, I know. How I'm feeling, he knows. And it was even more of in a massive way when he was in the States and we both were playing at the same time, we talked about certain things that we were going through because you get that feeling that you two are the only people that can understand one another on every single level in your life because y'all are going through the same things at the same time. So for people who don't think at any point that Stefan Diggs is not talking to his brother Trayvon Diggs, right. you're living under a rock <laughs> well, in, in yeah. so many words. Well, that's all that's been going on with the Buffalo Bills. Rocks being thrown everywhere. Either from the, and to be fair, when you lose three defensive starters like they lost, including, including two prime guys, one in the second they win the linebacker when it comes to Davis, and uh, White, excuse me, and also Milano, that's going to affect a lot of defenses. But we've seen this from Buffalo before in the last couple of years. Last year, I don't want to give them a pass, Harry, because the whole thing with DeMar Hamlin in that situation, that would have wrecked a lot of teams. I thought they were mentally beat up by the time they got to that Cincinnati Bengals game. They didn't have anything left in the tank, mentally and physically. And that's why we saw what we saw when they lost that playoff game to the Cincinnati Bengals. This year, they told us, everybody, Josh Allen, Sean McDermott, Stephon Diggs, Vaughn Miller, who was on the show last week, that this year's going to be different because we, we understand the pressure. And I'm paraphrasing. And we can deal with the pressure. And here they are, 5-5. Five and five. Playoffs not going to happen in 2023. And then really what now that this season is over because they're going to have to be some really hard decisions that the Buffalo Bills are going to have to make. Yeah, and I would say this. If if Josh Allen doesn't cut these turnovers down, they're going to be right at home with me and you watching the playoffs or attending some of these games to watch some of their friends, right? Because I I just don't see them making the playoffs if they're going to continuously turn the football over. They had four last night. Mm -hmm. The the fumble to the running back – Josh Allen, you got to put it in his belly. Yeah, that was that's your Josh job. Allen. That wasn't you got, on, yeah, that you got to put, it, you, you gotta put yeah. it in his belly, man. Mm-hmm. That was Point on blank, him. period. That's on you as a quarterback. Either way, if you're the Buffalo Bills, just like Coach Doc and Christine Lee, our Sports and Anchor, hang in there as best as you can. I'm getting a death race there from Christine. Josh Allen, you got to put the you got to put that football in his belly to make sure he rolls over it. Okay. You got to make sure of that. Well, right now they're ready to roll over. 
comes to the Buffalo Bills. We'll see exactly what happens now this Buffalo Bills team that everybody and everything <laughs> is crashing down. You are so juvenile. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us on Freddie and Harry. Keep weighing in. We're going to take a listen to what you have to say on the Dr. Pepper call online at 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Ken Dorsey fired today as offensive coordinator of the Buffalo Bills. We all remember, or Google if you don't remember, when something went wrong with the play and he took his head and he rawr, rawr, and slammed it down on the counter in front of him. They're going to remember him for that as much as not being able to make it work in Buffalo as an offensive coordinator. What's something you'll be remembered for by people who know you best? 888-729-3776. We'll take a listen. You have to say in about 15 minutes here on Freddie and Harry. Meanwhile, when it comes to Texans quarterback C.J. Stroud being an MVP candidate, well, someone said, come on now. For me, he's the leader. We're can't in be. November. He, he can't be. Absolutely. He can't be. The team's not good enough. Find out who said that next on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Cohn. We them boys. I'm Freddie and Harry, presented by Progressive Insurance. Thanks for joining us on the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and always tell that smart speaker of yours to play ESPN Radio. In three minutes, you're going to find out. C.J. Stroud, we believe the Houston Texans rookie quarterback is an MVP candidate. Somebody apparently does not agree. For me, he's the leader. We're in, in November. He, he can't be. Absolutely he can't be. Ready. The team's not good enough. Find out who said that and why he feels that way in about a couple of minutes, but we wanted to hear from you, and we're about to. What's something you'll be remembered for by people who know you best? For example, this is a really good one we got on Twitter at Coleman ESPN and at HDogs83 from Human Etch-A-Sketch. When I pass on, those that know me will remember me as the runner that used GPS and spelled out names of mostly children fighting pediatric cancer. And there's an actual picture of this on social media that is fantastic going, don't give up. It is tremendous by Human Etch-A-Sketch. Man, if I was hanging out with you, I'd remember you when it comes to that for the rest of my life. Sergeant in Memphis, thanks for hitting us up on the Dr. Pepper call in line at 888-729-3776. Sergeant in Memphis, what's something you'll be remembered for by people who know you best? Good afternoon, gentlemen. Love the show. Appreciate you. Look, uh, during my prime in the Army, right at 
I guess, you know, Desert Storm, you know, going back to Iraqi Freedom, a couple other ones. Um, I was hard on my soldiers. I don't care how what little mistake we made in training, we did it over until we got it right. Okay. Almost to the point where I said, you should be able to do it with your eyes closed. Uh-huh. And uh, as we got back, every soldier I took was 116. I brought all of them back. And we got back into the one. He said, son, sort of appreciate it. I said, why do you think I was so tough on you? I said, I had two jobs. Teach you to do what we're doing correctly, almost to perfection, and to bring you home. And they call me Donkey. And that's the nice name because we don't ESPN. You know what <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we and know they, the, we know the other name is. Of them, <laughs> every last one of them gave me a gift when I left to go on recruiting duty. That's tremendous. I said, I, I, I said I'm surprised y'all think of old Duncan like this. And they got that surprise. <laughs> I said, he is everything. I also see everything. I said, why do you think we kept doing the little things over again? <laughs> but I, I, got, I got contact with one of them about three years ago on Facebook. Right. He had made it to he ate. I said, Lose, I thought you were getting out. He said, son, I was getting out. He said, but you t- told me one thing. You got four years. Make as much money as you can. The only way you're going to do that is do your job correctly, be noticed, and you'll get promoted. He said, now, I'm being sorry. But think about getting married. I went on stage. He, made, he actually ended up as a first sergeant, one record ahead of me. He said, I didn't know I'd pass you. I said, you should know. I said, I've been out. You know, by this time, I've been out 18 years. <laughs> I, I said, once again, I said, but that's my job. I'm supposed to get you hired than me. Otherwise, I failed. That's tremendous. That's right. You know what? Yeah. I mean, and Officer the General is one of my favorite movies. With Foley, Lou Gossett Jr. Yep. Sergeant of Memphis is Lou Gossett Jr. Well done. <laughs> and also got them all back safe, 116 of them. Salute, salute indeed. Keep weighing in at 888-ESPN-888-729-3776. What's the one thing that people in your circle will remember you for, will take a list of what you have to say at 888-729-3776? Meanwhile, in Houston, C.J. Stroud, uh, he is definitely on his way to graduating from Hemothy School because he's been that him when nobody even saw that coming to this level. The Texans team 5-4, and four, and all of a sudden, Talking about MVP conversations and MVP players, and people are putting him in that conversation. Not so much when it comes to Teddy Bruschi, ESPN NFL analyst. He got into it, Dan Olavsky, on yesterday's getup about C.J. Stroud, MVP. Now, come on. For me, he's the leader. We're can't in be. November. He can't be. Absolutely. He can't be. Teddy. The team's not good enough. We're in right. November. You've got seven and two football teams out there. You've got eight and one football teams out there. I put A.J. Brown in front of him, Dan. Tyreek in Miami. That offense. They're... Okay, listen, he's okay, he's there. He's okay. I see I recognize the skill in all of that. Get up in the division first. Can we can, one we, can we have the MVP yeah. one leading back. his own division hey, 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 hey. first? Well, I will say this. Mm-hmm. Um, number one, they're in the seventh seat right now. Mm-hmm. They are one game back in their division from actually being the leader. They play Jacksonville, I believe, in two weeks. Yeah. The way CJ Stroud is playing right now, no one even expected the Houston Texans to be in the spot that they're in right now. This is a team that people probably predicted to win three games totally this season. Mm -hmm. Right now, when you look at the Houston Texans and the way that they just went up into Cincinnati and beat Joe Burrow and company and Lou Anarumo and Zach Taylor and all those guys, right, and Jamar Chase, you can't ignore – what C.J. Stroud means to the Houston Texans. Mm -hmm. He's so valuable to the point to where, like I mentioned yesterday, Freddie, the way I viewed 
Joe Burrow with the Cincinnati Bengals. That's how I'm viewing right now. C.J. Stroud with the Houston Texans, a franchise savior, a guy, a franchise that needed CPR badly. Well, guess what? <laughs> C.J. Stroud is your guy. He, he, now you're breathing again. So where he's at right now in his career, no one would have imagined this. We knew C.J. Stroud was going to be good. Absolutely. But a lot of people didn't imagine C.J. Stroud doing what he's doing right now not and early. not caring who he's going against every single week and week in and week out. And in the most crucial moments, showing up and taking his football team down to get a field goal or a touchdown to win games or put his team up with an opportunity to win games. What he's done so far right now is tremendous in my opinion. Look what he's done the last two games against two guys who won Heisman Trophy as quarterbacks. Against Tampa Bay, Baker Mayfield on the other side, game-winning touchdown drive, he throws that touchdown pass. With Joe Burrow on the other side for Cincinnati this Sunday, takes him down for a game-winning field goal, and all of a sudden they're 5-4 and four and threatening maybe to just upset everything in the AFC South. I understand – well, let me rephrase. I sort of understand where Teddy Bruschi is coming from, but it's not going to hold with me. It, it, someone who's having that kind of year, you got to take a look at the value for their team and their value to their team. That's always my criteria as an MVP. If you took that person away from that team, what would that team look like? And that automatically, has, that's my MVP criteria. I'll take it in the college level. Well, people are saying, well, Jaden Downs is on a team that's not going to make college football playoff. Stop it. That guy's been the best player in college football this year for LSU. It's not his fault that they couldn't beat Alabama. He can't do everything. He put up 28 points against that defense. They lost 42-20. to 20. He got knocked out of the game. But you place... You take Jalen Jaden Daniels off LSU, that team might be a two or three win team. That team was contending until they got beat by Alabama. It's the same premise with me with CJ Stroud. You take him off the Houston Texans, they might be a two and seven team. They might be a one and eight team. What he's been able to do, especially when they needed to have it, and he's leading the NFL in passing yards at over two hundred and ninety one. I get it, Teddy Bruski. You have a bias against them. Of course, I'm being funny here, but you cannot ignore that if you took them off the Houston Texans team, they would still be a dumpster fire as a Houston Texans organization. And we're talking about a guy that touches the football every single play. And not only is he touching the football every single play, the value that he has of that football is yeah. upper echelon when it comes to the National Football League. All right, We talk about 15 touchdowns or just two interceptions. C.J. Stroud has been exceptional. And some of those offensive players that he mentioned, Tyreek Hill is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Uh, A.J. Brown's phenomenal. No doubt. But those are also two guys who are playing with two other MVP candidates. C.J. Stroud, just lonesome by himself with the Houston Texans. Harry Douglas, Freddie Coleman together, and Freddie and Harry and ESPN Radio. And according to ESPN Bet, here are the MVP odds as of right now. Jalen Hurts and Patrick Mahomes leading away at plus 300. Lamar Jackson at plus 375. Tua Tungo at plus 600. Joe Burrow plus 1,000. Christian McCaffrey at plus 1,800. And then you have Jared Goff of Detroit, Purdy, Brock Purdy, San Francisco, and C.J. Stroud of the Houston, Texas at plus 2,500. So he's in the building. He's still downstairs trying to get through security, but at least he's in the building before he can get in the elevator and go to the floor to have that job interview. But is it better for the NFL? Because personally, if I had an MVP vote, I have two guys, and I play some other guys mentioned, T.J. Watt of Pittsburgh and Miles Garrett of Cleveland. You yep. take those two guys off of their team, I, although I don't know how Pittsburgh six 6-3. I'm still trying to figure that one out, but I'll leave that for another day. But I know anytime I've seen Miles Garrett play this year, and I watch football every week on a Sunday ticket on YouTube, Anytime I see Miles Garrett, he's kicking somebody's behind and taking names. And if you take him off that team, it's not the same football team and not just on defense. But is it better for the NFL if a rookie quarterback, Harry, wins the MVP or a defensive player winning the MVP? 
Oh, I, I, me personally, I think it's the rookie quarterback. And okay. the thing is that, I, and I, I needed to look this up yesterday, and I forgot uh, if a rookie has ever won MVP, or if and if they have, how recent was it since a rookie has been able to accomplish that? Because that is not a small accomplishment. That's huge. You talk about someone who has to take over the mm-hmm. the the mental capacity of his football team, have the physical traits, right. also do it on the field. Um, off the field, be a leader as well. So right. C.J. Stroud checks all those boxes. So I think just for the NFL mm-hmm. to have a guy like C.J. Stroud who no one expected to be uh, at playing at the level that he's playing. They expected him to be good, but not at the level he's doing right now so early. Right. Yeah. I think it would be better for, for, for a young quarterback to win it, especially the, a rookie. The only rookie to win the NFL MVP, you have to go back to 1957, Jim Brown with the Cleveland Browns. See? You got to go back. See how long that? Sixty-six years. It's only happened one time. Only rookie to win NFL MVP was Jim Brown, nineteen fifty-seven. Last MVP from a non-playoff team, Orenthal James Simpson in nineteen seventy-three, the year he ran for over two thousand yards with the Buffalo Bills. Mm. That's what C.J. Stroud is facing in terms of trying to do something that nobody, not even C.J. Stroud, saw coming before the season got started. Isaac in Indiana wants to weigh in on C.J. Stroud and the MVP discussion at 888-729-3776 on the Dr. Pepper, uh, Dr. Pepper call in line. Isaac, my friend, what you got? Hey, Freddie and Harry. Um, yeah, so I'm a lifelong Colts fan, and maybe that's also why I want to disagree with Teddy, but I still stand by the fact that Peyton Manning, the year he was out because of his neck surgery, the Colts absolutely imploded with the same roster. He should have won MVP because (laughs) the team was awful without him. If C.J. Stroud wasn't on the Houston Texans, they would be absolutely as bad as they were last year. Yeah, I I agree with you. And that's why when you're in that position to be able to draft a quarterback as high mm-hmm. as number two, you can't play around with it. Remember, it was some rumblings. They may take someone else. They're not going to yep. do this. But then they, mm-hmm. you know, traded up with Arizona and had two of those top five picks Absolutely. and got Will Anderson Jr. and C.J. Stroud. They made the right selection. And right now, that number two overall pick that they decided to take in C.J. Stroud is looking like a gold mine for yep. the Houston Texans because this is an organization that was in the dumps, Freddie. Can you imagine if that was two years earlier, C.J. Stroud draft eligible, the Jets were the number two pick in the draft, and they take that guy? Ooh. Can you imagine what that would look like with ooh, Garrett ooh, Wilson, ooh. even though you have a less than still offensive line? C.J. Stroud has shown because he has a less than still offensive line now with yep. Houston. Being able to and, overcome and it's that, the same that defense. offensive system, too. Same system. Sa- San same Francisco offensive 49ers, yep. boot action, get your quarterback out, make throws, make quicker decisions. It shows that timing is everything. And opportunity is everything. Houston said, that's a franchise quarterback. We're not wasting any time. We're taking the number two pick in the draft. No one expected this. But the fact that he's been able to look like this, how appealing now is Houston? If you're a team that needs another wide receiver, you think there are guys out there that don't want to play with that guy? Or running back that doesn't want to play with that guy? Or getting offensive line that don't want to block for that guy? Or defensive guys that want to come on the other side Absolutely. and play for a guy like D'Amico Ryans. Absolutely. And company, knowing that you had that young phenom. And I love that little dance that C.J. Stroud and them guys be doing. <laughs> That's where the they dance score in the a NFL touchdown. Yeah. Yes, he got me over here dancing, ladies uh, and gentlemen. Yeah. Boy, I wish we was on TV. Yeah, so got me I. over here doing a little move, too. That is go, C.J., go. That has become the move in the NFL. Anytime I see somebody celebrating something, they put their arms in front. They start doing that little circular motion. <laughs> that has become the move 
move in the NFL. Keep weighing in at triple eight say ESPN eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. You'll get a chance to be heard courtesy of the Dr. Pepper call in line. He's Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman together on Freddie and Harry, presented by Progressive Insurance. And in college football, you may not want Michigan the college ball playoff, but you soon want to keep them out because of allegations. We'll get to that next on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. He's Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman together on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius X and Channel 80. And I'll tell you, smart speaker to play ESPN Radio presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. So get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All that protection in one place. So bundle and save at Progressive.com. If Michigan makes the college football playoff and plenty of people outside the state of Michigan do not want them in the college football playoff, Well, somebody out there says that, hey, that doesn't mean it should be tainted if they get in. We'll get that in a couple of seconds. But Vaughn in Columbus, Ohio, I can't imagine where this is going to go, at 888-729-3776. Vaughn, what you got to say about C.J. Stroud and Ohio State of Michigan? Hey, Freddie and Harry, thanks for taking my call. You guys already know. Look, if you was to put any other name on on C.J. Stroud's numbers, those are MVP numbers. The only reason why they're not giving him or not considering him for the MVP is because he's a rookie. I get that. But, man, oh, man, you guys are seeing what we knew all along in Columbus. And I'm just so blessed and so happy to see him doing what he needs to do. This time next year, when they improve that defense, we're talking about them in the playoffs, man. Thanks for taking my call. Appreciate you. We may have to wait that long. Yep. To be honest with you, we may not have to wait that long because I'm a big believer that confidence is dangerous when you have it and dangerous when you don't, which brings us to Michigan. Confidence Uh-oh. is dangerous when you have it and dangerous when you don't. They may not have their head coach for another two regular season games. By the way, I think a certain person named Harry Douglas is going to be there sideline on Saturday when Michigan is on the road against Maryland. So if there's a fracas on the sidelines of Michigan, 
Harry Douglas started it. That's all I'm going to say as far as that goes. That's all I'm going to say. But Paul Feinbaum from the Paul Feinbaum Show was on Sportsman Like on Monday with Evan Cohen, Chris Canty, and Michelle Smallman. He basically said in terms of a Michigan title, if they're able to win out, if it would be tainted or not, and he said... I believe so. Uh, I think this is a very nasty story. This isn't uh, running a red light. Uh, I mean, this is having someone connected to your program who is blatantly going out there trying to usurp the the rules of the game and, and you know again you know people get hung up on this and I don't want to open up this hey stealing goes on we know that that everybody every single coach every single player who's ever played tells you that but I've yet to hear anyone say we we we, we sent people out in advance you know using uh, Groucho Marx uh, imitations and all kinds of other things to get on the sidelines to sit in the stands this is the first of that and that's why this is so important. I respectfully disagree. I don't think it will be tainted. Who will it be tainted by? People, people that don't matter to Michigan, right? Because if I win a national championship, why do I care about what everybody th- else thinks about me winning a national championship? I've waited my entire life to get to this moment. True. There's been multiple times, and I know the situations are different, when mm-hmm. the Los Angeles Lakers were in the bubble and they won a bubble championship. Mm-hmm. And I've said it was a bubble championship. And people are like, bro, you can't discredit it. And they're 100% right. Exactly. If you win a championship, you win a championship. Those players are going out there fighting and clawing. Listen, they just played a game versus a top 10 opponent without their head coach and won it. They're playing Maryland this weekend. Can't wait to be in the building, oh, Freddie. Look, look shout, out, shout out to everybody at Maryland that made this happen. I have mm-hmm. those field passes, those credentials. I will be there front and center. Mm-hmm. But they also have an opportunity to play Ohio State. But then you're going to tell me if they get through those three games mm-hmm. last week and the next two of the regular season, the Big Ten Championship, win a playoff semifinals game, and win the national championship, that the championship would be tainted? Yeah. Hell no. Yeah. The reason that we're all here is because of Jim Harbaugh. Because plenty of people outside the state of Michigan do not like Jim Harbaugh. If this was Nick Saban, it doesn't get to this level. Granted, Nick Saban would not involve himself in that kind of espionage that allegedly Michigan did. I don't know how much Jim Harbaugh knew or what he didn't know or if he orchestrated. I have no idea. Nobody does. We may never get to the bottom of that when it comes to the truth, Harry, whatever the investigation and wherever that leads and whatever its conclusion is going to be. But I'm 100% with you. They win a national championship. You may not like Jim Harbaugh. You may want to keep them out because of allegations. But until everything is settled and we know exactly what went on, I'm not going to punish players that had no idea this kind of, and this is my favorite word, this kind of malfeasance, allegedly, was going on with Michigan football. But, but I want people to understand, for real, seriously, like if the Michigan Wolverines win a championship this year, do y'all actually think they're going to be worried about people yeah. who aren't with the, internally within that program saying that they their championship is tainted? Yeah. It No, not one bit. Mm-hmm. They're going to walk around with them rings. Yeah. They're going to walk around with them national championship jackets, and mm-hmm. they won't be bothered one bit. I just find it really, really interesting that ever since Michigan started pointing fingers, that playing with the programs that were going after them, Got nothing to say. Yeah. Nothing to say. Just like quite, Nino. Just quite like, all of a sudden. Just like Nino Brown said in New Jersey. Nobody got nothing to say? Nothing? <laughs> Ever since Michigan started pointing fingers and naming names, people got awfully quiet in the Big Ten. Freddie, I'm in College Park, Maryland on Saturday. I'm in the building, baby. But make sure the police are over uh, when it comes to that. <laughs> Which team needs a bounce back win more on Thursday? Ravens or Bengals? That's next on Freddie and Harry. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. 